and this is the District 3 Podcast. We are back with a brand new episode. We took a little hiatus last week. Yep, we need a little break, but we're back, and uh, this is episode 55, and uh, yeah, I guess we're we're excited to be here, and we have a very good guest, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, who I met quite a few years ago. Um, so joining us on episode 55 is a no uh, other than Nate Walls. Nate, hey, how's it going? <laughs> well, we appreciate you being here, Nate. Um, thank you. And uh, for the people that don't know, um, you're the founder of uh, right now the organization's called uh, Second Helping. Yes. But people also know you for um, the delicious food that you do with secondhand smoke. Yeah, barbecue. That's yes, right. and I think like everyone, maybe maybe everyone that listens to this episode might have already had a taste of your food, and uh, and uh, I was I was talking to you just a little bit before we began um, about where I met you, and we can kind of jump into that, but okay. kind of want a little bit more background information for the folks that might not know. You know, how um, are you originally from Arkansas, or how did you actually end up here? So no, uh, um, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I. Um, I'm a product of, of foster care, so I was adopted, and I was raised in Stuttgart, which is southern Arkansas. And uh, rice capital of the world. Hey, oh, you know how I'm do you know that? Look, I'm, this I'm, I'm Arkansas and third and third. Google. <laughs> uh, so I came up here uh, um, initially to try to go to school, and then just start working, and just life uh, started happening. You know. And you've been uh, and you've been here for how long? How long has it been since you um, I moved? came in ninety one. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, so I've been here a long time. I'm I'm kind of curious how how you got into the barbecue game because obviously like Arkansas is not super super known for its barbecue, but I think it's got like it's got some roots, um, mostly in East Arkansas. But what 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 can you tell me about how you got into it? Actually, it's weird because my mom used to. Uh, barbecue. She used to have a soul food joint. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Run it. It was like music in the front, and then she cooked meals cool. um, in the back, and she barbecued and did old soul food and all that kind of stuff. Uh, actually baked a lot, but I didn't get that gene. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and um, I just started barbecuing up here. Everybody was doing a lot of things, trying to barbecue or whatever, you know. And uh, and um, I got a different spin on it, so it's a little soulful, and uh, and um, it's just old-fashioned barbecue. So you learn just by looking at your mom cooking. Yes. You yes. Didn't, you don't have to do what we do, which we go to YouTube and like. Look up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, a guy that did some championship uh, barbecuing from Austin, I met him uh, uh, through AA, and uh, okay. and we just started talking, and he. He won like three or four uh, championship barbecue championship, and and I just started sponging off of him, just taking every kind of information that he could give me, you know, uh, how the wood, the timing of the food, all that good stuff, and just kind of merged what my mom taught me and what I learned about the barbecue game. So it was dope. Have you ever wanted to teach anyone, like to to do some sort of class or yeah, something on how to? Down. I feel yeah. like people would would go to that class. I would really like to like like the kids in the community if mm-hmm. I could start a class of that because I mean I mean it saved my life. Yeah. I mean to be honest, yeah. Yeah. Um so you started uh secondhand smoke. Can you talk about like uh what led to you for you to do that and also just 
um, kind of what it's evolved to? You know, it's really weird during my uh, process of stopping drinking. I would I would go over to people's barbecue and they get too drunk to do the grill, so I'd take over. Mm. And and then they just started paying me uh, to come <laughs> over whenever they have a party. And then they eventually asked me, do you do side? I said, of course I do side. It started like that. Mm. I actually started going over people's house uh, like that and just working by the hour. Okay. And then I started catering. Yeah. And the rest is history. The real come up. Yeah. And I think I, I uh, the first time I ever met you, Nate, we were talking about this a little bit off uh, the radio. Um, it was back at the Immigrant Resource Center. There was an event that I was, uh, Myra and I were hosting um, for the, I think it was the NWA Sexual Assault Organization. Yeah. And you were providing, um, you were providing the barbecue. Now, remember I, I went up to you, uh, we talked. You said that I looked like one of your friends or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And you took a picture of me. You were like, I'm going to send it to him. <laughs> he looked just like him. And I'm like, who is it? You know, do I got a dopaginger out there somewhere that I don't even know about. Um, but um, I think from that point on forward, I mean, we kept on seeing each other. Yeah. Was that about the, the time that you were starting, like, with these community events? So, yeah, I, you know, I just I just started doing that, uh, merging my uh, cooking to a community event because I've always... Uh, wanted to do something like that. Uh, grew up in uh, bad neighborhoods and that kind of thing. And and everybody that I saw was uh, not doing that. You know, the older people like me now, uh, they were always drunk, doing drugs, uh, beating women, and that kind of thing. And I just wanted to pour in, into the community opposite. So, yeah, yeah, I just started getting into it, and it was organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you told us a little bit before we came on that now you're on the board. Yes, of sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. I'm glad. I mean, that's I, that's really huge. Yeah, and it's the it's the NWA sexual assault, right? Is that the name? Yes. Is that the correct the correct name for right now? Yes, I think NWA it changed. sexual assault. Okay, okay. So, um, I, I mean, it was important to me because uh, um, I've had I've had uh, sisters uh, that went through a lot of that. And in the black community, uh, we don't deal with that part of our lives. You know, everything is real hush-hush about everything. Mm, yeah. And that's uh, one thing I think we need to improve on yeah. is the talking about uh, things that involve us. You know, mm-hmm. it's important to uh, change and shift the system outward, but we have to handle our own and get into the habit of doing that as well. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I know that um, a lot of the times in both yours and my communities, sometimes it's like we don't really have, we might not have people within our communities that we can kind of look up to or, or specifically in our close, like a close uh, perimeter. Um, did you have anybody that you looked up to in regards to um, doing good things in the community or uh, just any role models that you might have been influenced by? I would say uh, friends that, that had a nuclear family. That had dads uh, uh, that would pull me aside with his kid and just uh, uh, tell me, this is what you do, this is what you don't do, mm. uh, this is how you treat women, this is uh, what not to do. If you do this, then this is what's going to happen. You know, mm. and a lot of times we listened, sometimes I didn't. And, and, and personally, I was coming from a home where there was a lot of abuse, so, yeah. so uh, that was like a soft place to land for me. You know, because mm-hmm. I didn't know the father uh, side of so yeah. Mm, I feel you on that. Um, how, just because, like, 
I know the way that I was raised, and it wasn't, let's not say it was like the perfect way of being raised, you know, but I feel like everyone improves within time. Um, what are you doing now in your life that is different from maybe the way that you came up, the way that you were um, treated? Uh, with my kids, I, I mean, I, I may have disciplined them physically maybe two times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got disciplined for everything, yeah, you know, I feel and, you, man. and sometimes <laughs> you, on that. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And anywhere, so yeah. so, a lot of times you can uh, learn what not to do as a parent, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think that we're learning it as generations go, and uh, it's just reflective on on how the society is that we see as well. So it's even different than it was when we were uh, young, you know, as society. Yeah, and I don't necessarily agree with like the whole like uh, hitting your child. Uh, that 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 for sure is gonna make them a better person, you know, because there is. I'm pretty sure that you know that there is uh, different ways to kind of uh, lecture them and show them what's right and show them what's wrong. I on the I on my on my side, you know, my dad was the one that was a little bit more physical, but for the most part, it was. A lot of the times I did do bad things when I was a little kid, you know, so maybe yeah. I might have deserved to be <laughs> to be told like this is right. This is wrong. Mom never hit me, you know, um, but I know I hear a lot of people today that don't have kids. that will say, you know what? I'll never hit my kids. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, but at the same time, I have seen people that don't hit their kids and they come out great, you know, because they, yeah. they learn to um, teach them what's right and what's wrong in a different way that doesn't revolve uh, physical abuse. Um, but at the same time. I don't know, being scared that someone was going to hit me because I did something wrong did some does have some sort of influence on me, I believe. Yeah, I, I think more than anything, you know, it, the punishment is it can differ, right? It could be corporal or, or, or you could have some kind of less physical way, obviously. But I think just the, the being an active parent role, uh, and I think that's something like even, even in, in the, the Latinx community, where you have uh you know parents who who work all the time sometimes the dad's not there sometimes mm-hmm. you know even, even the mom's not there um, yeah. especially you know as as an immigrant community uh, but being an active parent having an active role seeing like hey you know how how are your how are your grades how are your friends how are you feeling you yeah. know just just those things and like having those discussions you know, maybe sometimes you, you got to spank somebody. I don't know. I don't think I would. But, yeah. But still, I think you're too it, nice to hit anybody, Manny. I'm, I'm too nice. Yeah, like I don't you see know? you. I don't see you hey, hit I'll, anybody. I'll put the Dukes up there. <laughs> I think the big thing and what you said uh, is huge is being involved in the family and not just um, as a dad just going to work and coming back and that's the end of it. And the moms are usually doing the bulk of everything. Yeah. Um, and and uh, kids are different. I mean, I did a lot of bad stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I deserved a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but all kids aren't the same from the same household. Right. I mean, so it's one of those deals. Um, but uh, by the same token, it taught it taught us to be violent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. my yeah. mom for everything. And so I'm thinking in my head, well, that's the way you solve problems. It puts your hands up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Yeah. And then you, uh, if I remember correctly, you also served in the military, didn't yeah. you? Can you talk a little bit about that? What led to that, and and uh, when where you served? Yeah, I um, I was getting into a lot of trouble as a teen, and back then that's how they 
that was an option. It was either that or go to jail, and they give you an option. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. And I picked the military, and um, I went in there. I did okay, man. And, you know, I picked the cook and cooked in the military. So it was real cool. Yeah. yeah. So you've been cooking a long time. I've been cooking <laughs> since I was like six years old. Yeah. Man, yeah. man I need to get some lessons because, I mean, I'm, I've I've gotten better, you know, within the past few years, you know, but I could improve a lot. So I feel like you definitely need to, like, uh, do some lessons or something so I can I can attend and learn and learn something. And that's the good way, like, uh, you and Myra can get together and spend some time together, too. Yeah. Yeah, we, so. I think... It, it surprises people all the time because within the Latinx community, there's always been, like, this machista mindset, right, where uh, the man always, like, doesn't really cook, right? No. It's always the woman that cooks. And the man waits on the table, waits for the, for, for the food to come because they're supposed to be the ones that, like, are, are bringing the money to the household. Times have changed. Yes. You know, and sometimes I have to explain that to people because um, I talk about, like, when Myra and I cook, we cook together. Yeah. You know, like, I'll do this, she does that. Like, no one waits. Unless, like, some person, ha- unless one of us has had, like, a really stressful day, and the other person says, don't worry, like, I, I got this today, got you. you know? Yeah, yeah. I got this. But for the most part, it's like, she's doing something, and I'm doing something, and we cook together, and uh, we sit at the table at the same time. And when I explain it to a lot of, like, Latinx folks, specifically those that are still stuck in those, like, old times, they look at me kind of crazy. They'll, they'll be like, what? Like, you both cook? Like, what? Like, and it, like it's out of this world, you right. know? Right. But it's not. And the roles have changed through the years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, back in the day, if you did something like that, oh, man, you're a punk or yeah, all yeah. that. But uh, it's different now. I mean, especially if you got kids and stuff, there's a lot of stuff going on. Laundry, dishes, all that. And and it's okay for them to take out the trash every now and then. <laughs> 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 Equality. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious. So, you know, you were talking about how you, you started off kind of going to people's cookouts, going to the barbecues. Obviously, there's not really any of that going on anymore. Right. So your business, how, how were you able to kind of evolve with, uh, with everything during the pandemic? Well, um, I started these community feeds. Yeah. Uh, and I do that Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, to low income. Uh, I, I'm kind of hesitant to say low income. I just say a working class yeah. or below working class uh, spectrum. And we send, you know, I just, I get donations from the community. Uh, and I just try to make, uh, do, I get food donations and try to make a meal with that. Mm. And then if I had to go out to the store and get something, you know, uh, to fill that up, I yeah. do. But it's just like in the space of you were struggling mm-hmm. every day. I mm-hmm. try to make it work. And it's good food, mm-hmm. good hot meals in the evening, 4 o'clock. Okay, okay. Go. We're going to take a little quick break. Uh, what song are we listening to today, man? So this is Stay Live by Mustafa. Uh, it's it's a kind of a slow jam, but it, it talks about some heavy uh, topics, um, some stuff about gang violence and living in the streets. So... Um, but a very different take on that type of music. So okay, well, I'm excited. We'll be back after this quick break. Sam, I just been losing my marbles, fam. I got a Glock four five. I've been going God, fam. I've been rolling with some Yemenese kids. A bottle of lead, a gun in your jeans, and a little faith in me. A plane in the sky, the only starlight on this never-ending street 
The cameras in cops, we could have been stars on our mother's new screens. On our mother's new screens. All of these traps and all of these street signs, none of them will be yours or mine. But I'll be your empire. Just stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. I've been, I've been trying to keep my cool, man, before I lose it. These collars and flags, I sweat on your back, you're doing what you can. Pride on your hand, a price on your head, you can never let them win. Put on a bottle, tell me your sorrows I care about you, fam I care about you, fam Oh, oh All of these traps And all of these street signs None of them will be yours or mine But I'll be your empire Just stay alive, stay alive, stay alive to Sydney birthday for uh, recommending that song. Nice. Shout out to the homie Sydney. Shout out Cindy. Um, Sydney. Sydney? Yeah. How do you spell it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I had we'll to correct you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Almost slapped me over here, Manny. She's your friend, Sydney. Um, and we're back uh, with Nate Walls. And I was asking Nate because I've always kind of wanted to know just how you how you were able to pull all this off that you do in the community. Um, because I see you do so much, and I, I wonder, you know, how do you um, do? You, do you, are you able to to make some income? You know, because you need to make some sort of income in order to be That's able right. to properly live. Um, so I kind of wanted you to talk about like what your day to day looks like in in this business. Okay, so uh, my day to day. Uh, specifically, if I'm doing community work, um, I go on the donations that I get. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I get beans and I got some chicken or whatever donated, uh, um, I'll just I'll just think about what I'm gonna do uh, with that, and and I try to be as creative as I can. I get up in in the morning and prepare it, and and just think all the way. And sometimes I don't even know what I'm gonna make to like. 11 o'clock and it'll just hit me like a house moment mm. you know what i mean <laughs> and that's what i'm gonna do you know um it's 
it's typically something really uh, simple and home and foods that I grew up with. You know, okay. you know, and a lot of times, you know, I'm being nostalgic uh, just as I'm cooking it. You know, pouring into uh, what uh, my mom would pour into her meals and that kind of thing. So, yeah, but uh, the way I make my money is through secondhand smoke barbecue. Mm. You know, um, of course, the donations, uh, the donations go to a number of things. Uh, uh, you know, uh, my material that I use. My wood, uh, pans, and that kind of thing. Of course, I use utilities and that kind of thing, even making the meal. So all that is taken into account. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, uh, I'm a nonprofit now, so I got to keep records of all that stuff. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So you have two different, you have second helping and then a secondhand smoke. Yes. Um, so do you, do you see like, is it like a, on a weekly basis you do things for both? Yes. Um, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, uh, uh, you know, I do, um, um, I, I do second helping mm-hmm. and then from, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday and Sunday, I do orders, uh, pick up orders, uh, no contact, uh, delivery and that kind of thing. So, so, and it's all pre-order. I mean, I can't, it's not somewhere you can just uh, drive up and get a slab of ribs or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But as long as you uh, go to uh, Second Helping, I mean, uh, Secondhand Smoke, uh, NWA at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And where can people donate to Second Helping? Okay, so you would go uh, uh, PayPal, and it's paypal.me, uh, uh, Second Helping. And uh, uh, yeah, just even even if it's five dollars, man, it, um, I can make a lot of plates with five dollars. Probably uh, three or four plates, you know, uh, with donations. Yeah. And if people want to hire you uh, for secondhand smoking, where do they uh, where do they find you? Um, uh, you can just find me. Um, I, I got a website. Uh, so uh, so that's secondhand smoke. Uh, uh, you know, nwa dot com. Okay. And then uh. And then uh, you can see me on Facebook. Follow me on Facebook uh, or, or Instagram. Okay. Oh, yeah. And how, um, talking about this community work, because just based on what you said, okay. it's, you sound really busy. Right. I am. <laughs> right. I am. I'm hiring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, volunteers need help. <laughs> how, how do you balance that out with your family life? Because I know that I sometimes struggle with that. Um, I sometimes have to have uh, Myra, my wife, pull me back and say, like, yo, you need to chill. You know, like, you need to take a day for yourself. Like, you can't be doing something every weekend because, like, that's not good for your mental health. And plus, I mean, your family wants to be with you, you know, like the yeah. same way that my wife wants to be with me. So how do you how do you balance that? And and I, I bet you it's it's a work in progress because it, it, I know it is for all of us. It is a work in, you know, you know it's a work in progress. And... Um, uh, uh, my wife is very understanding when it comes to that kind of thing. She's she's always saying, "This is your dream." I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, it is. But uh, you know, a family comes first. If you don't uh, believe that, I don't know if you can believe in anything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it is a balancing act. I'm just blessed that I have a wife uh, so loving and supportive. Yeah, that's one thing I always look up to for the people that have been organizing in this area for so long. It's like, it does take so much time. you got to sacrifice so much. I mean, I think of, like, 
even you know the people that that you're you're sacrificing hanging out with people money yeah. opportunities all types of things that you're 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 putting away setting aside so that you can serve people i mean it's it is a huge sacrifice uh so thank you yeah. so much for doing yeah. that mate. Not a problem. we really we really appreciate you and um also can you talk a little bit about like the partnership that you have uh with woodstone pizza yeah what happened there uh so i'm partnering with woodstone pizza and they actually uh uh gave me a space to cook out of either either in their kitchen or i got a food truck that's across the street over there by uh the farmers co-op um mm. in south Fayetteville. so it was super cool of him uh, uh if he gets uh produce or any kind of food you know he's been willing to donate and uh uh jeremy is a chef as well and he's trying to show me a lot of different uh things uh tools and that kind of thing so i'm soaking that up too so so i'm trying to be a better uh cook and a better person and all that good stuff and man i just appreciate uh being on this show man y'all just uh uh and you've always been cool and this man you cool man <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cool too yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, thank so, you. Appreciate it, Nate. And, so, so I think um, I'm not gonna take up too much time, but I think you know, you know, the brown and black relationship mm-hmm. it has to grow stronger, yeah. and and the only way that we're gonna do that is to do more things, collaborate more, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah. so it's gonna work. Oh, we're gonna make it work. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, talking about um, looking forward to the future. Um, what do you see uh, Second Helping and uh, Second Hand Smoke turning into in the next few years? Um, I actually, I want a restaurant. Mm. Uh, not a huge restaurant. But it's going to get packed, man. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be packed. <laughs> um, you're going to become a millionaire. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're not going to talk to us then. Ain't just hey, you will talk to us. And Second Helping, I want it to be... Um, a stage where I can, I can support other nonprofits. Mm. Um, if somebody wants to raise awareness, doesn't have a lot of money, um, I can cook some food for them. They can get people in to raise awareness. Mm. I want to go into communities and be on the ground floor and and just shake hands with people, see how they're doing, mm. uh, uh, try to encourage them to be involved in their own communities, vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, go out there, get your skills together, uh, learn finances, uh, learn how to teach finances as parents, mm-hmm. and you know all the tools that we all should know, but oh, we don't. Uh, you know, uh, be that. Uh, I mean, uh, be that a venue so we can uh, mm-hmm. get some things popping. You know, and that's all across the board: yeah. white, black, Hispanic, uh, Marshallese, the whole mm-hmm. nine. Yeah, that's a that's hopeful, man. That's a great dream. Yeah. I think so. Um, like, what about uh, politics? You ever see yourself getting involved in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's messy, man. I mean, it's we messy. need good people. You know, we, we need do. like we need people like you. That's the thing. Like, we you, people think that like we need these people that are like uh, glossed up. You know, with with all these awards and all this, but we need people like you know that that care. You know, that yeah. are doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. That have a history of doing this work. Uh, and they're doing, and for the most part, they're doing it for like nonprofit. You know, have yeah. you ever? Has anybody ever brought it up to you about oh, yeah. it? And and what do you say? Just no, not interested at the I moment. I said no. <laughs> no. I actually, I was, 
I was interested last year, and I did a lot of catering, uh-huh. and it just got messy. <laughs> it was messy. Uh. I was like, I hate this church. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was terrible. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, I just want to do the ground stuff, mm. uh, the groundwork, feed people, mm. and you know, you know, and just be connected with people. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the same idea that we have here. We just want to connect, you know, the good people that are doing the good work on the ground um, with as many people as possible. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to be here. Uh, I know, like, we had a little miscommunication, and you just kind of uh, drove over here really quick. So we yeah, appreciate made, you. Made it, on t- made it early. You made it early. Yeah, yeah I made it early. You made it early, which, I mean, that's... I'm going to bring some barbecue next time you invite Please, me. There you go. <laughs> Say next last. week, next coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be back next week. And, For part uh, two of this interview. Yeah, we'll a full review. <laughs> hey, sloppy ribs. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But thank you once again for being here Not on episode it's been a pleasure. 55 of the District 3 podcast. And we'll catch up with you probably in the next few months just so we can kind of get an update on where you're at. and that works. And how people can can support you. You heard, you've heard the details, y'all, of where you can donate to Second Helping, where you can reach out to Nate. Uh, for secondhand smoke if you want any of his delicious barbecue and his delicious food um, if you go to his facebook and his instagram you'll see pictures of a lot of his delicious food Um, and let me tell you i just had some about i think it was like a week and a half ago at the park and it's delicious so i definitely recommend it and uh, we'll catch you all next week thank you all for listening peace